Yes, folks, what's happening? This is episode four of the Modern Day Leader podcast, and we are in September now. I do not know about you, but this year is going by in an absolute flash, and it I don't know about you, but like at this time of year, I'm already starting to think about Christmas, uh, and I get super, super excited about Christmas. I, I don't think, no matter what age I get to, um, I will still always have this level of excitement for Christmas. That's what I hope anyway. Um, but no, we're kind of pretty much coming out at the end of summer now. Most of you guys that are listening to this will have been away over the summer holidays, maybe have relaxed a little bit more over the summer months. It's definitely something that I noticed myself. It's something that I noticed with clients. There's far more social occasions. There's barbecues, even though the weather's been absolutely pants in the UK this summer. But there's holidays, there's more temptations, more opportunities to potentially sit in a beer garden, have a pint, etc, etc. And I know there's a lot of people, a lot of guys at this time of the year who are coming out the summer and then all of a sudden the reality is setting in. You know, maybe we're carrying a few extra pounds. We're sat down um, with our friends and we can feel like there's an extra roll of body fat. It makes us feel a bit uncomfortable, uh, a little bit slow, a little bit sluggish. So what I wanted to do in this episode is to share five tips how we can get back in shape after summer. And what I want to do before we go into the tips is, first of all, recognize that it's good to have downtime. It's okay to relax a little bit. It's okay to, you know, sharpen the saw, go away on holiday, enjoy your food a little bit more. It's it's absolutely normal. And what we're going to do is we're going to stop and pause and ask ourselves the question, like, are we happy with where we're at? Have we relaxed? Have we had a good summer? And ultimately, like, where do we want to go moving forwards? What is the direction that we would like to be going in? into Christmas because the reality is that we've got what about 16 weeks until Christmas and we could just let things slip go into Christmas feeling tired sluggish um, and then all of a sudden come into January feeling like a sack of potatoes or we have this opportunity now to be like right you know what time to set a new standard time to step up and lead from the front so ultimately what this podcast is going to be about is for those guys that want to step up lead from the front and get really good results over the next kind of like three to four months on the build up to Christmas. So there's going to be five tips that I'm going to share with you in this podcast. Tip number one, first of all, we've got to have a goal, something to aim towards. If we're just going into the gym blindfolded, we don't really know what target we're aiming towards, we're going to be easily knocked off track. So we need to come up with something that excites us, something that inspires us you know that could be right I want to drop some body fat I want to drop six to ten kilos of body fat most of the guys that I coach will drop six to ten kilos of body fat and that might not sound like a massive amount of weight loss over a 90 day period but trust me that is absolutely huge and for a lot of guys it can be the difference between having no abs to having abs or to having a bit of a podgy stomach to having a flat stomach so it's amazing what you can do over a 90 day period but we've got to have a specific goal something that excites us and then we've got to imagine if we actually had that result right now, how would that change our lives? Imagine going into Christmas parties and wearing a nice fitting suit. Imagine our friends or colleagues saying like, you, have you been working out? Like, you're looking great. Imagine our family members like, you know, saying, well done, you're looking in great shape. You're really taking care of yourself. Imagine having more energy um, with our kids, etc. You know, this is what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on the goal. And then we've got to focus on the reason why we're doing that goal. And that kind of brings me on to my next point establishing why we are doing this. Be specific. Be honest with yourself. For a lot of guys, 
we're driven by status. We want respect. We want respect from ourselves so that when we look in the mirror, we like what we see staring back at us. We want respect from our mates. We want respect from our peers, our bosses, our colleagues. So there's nothing wrong with actually saying, you know what, I want more self-respect and I want more respect from other people. And, you know, one thing that I found is that most guys are living a life of quiet desperation. We're realizing that we're getting by. We don't have to necessarily be depressed or in a bad place, but we know that we're so we're capable of so much more and we're not fully living to our full potential. So actually doing something like a body transformation, getting yourself in physical shape is also going to give you that confidence boost and ultimately help you step up to become a leader of your own life. I honestly believe that the physical will manifest into a strong mindset and vice versa. Both go hand in hand. So understanding your reason why, why do you want to actually do this? What's your goal? And what are they going to be the benefits? What are going to be the benefits to yourself, your own confidence? What are going to be the benefits to your relationships, feeling more confident, taking your top off when you're with your wife or your partner, you know, stepping into the office, wearing your suit and feeling like the dog's bollocks. You know, all those kind of things are going to be far more powerful and keep you on track as opposed to just a general goal, like I'm going to lose a stone. That's only going to get you so far. So we're going to establish a goal and we've got to establish a deep and meaningful reason as to why we are pursuing that goal. And the stronger those two elements can be, the more likely you are to succeed. The third thing, right, once we've established the goal and our reasons why, we have to have a roadmap in place. I don't know about you, but when I go into when I'm going to a new place, I sit in my car, I punch in the sat after the destination, and then I, I follow a roadmap. I don't just hop in my car and take a few right turns, then a left turn, and then go around the roundabout a few times, because I know I'm not going to get to my destination. So we need to have a roadmap. Once we know where you want to travel to, how do we actually get there? And for that, you need a plan in place. You need something when it comes to training. Are you going to train three times a week, four times a week, five times a week? What training split are you going to follow? What are going to be the best exercises based on your current level of physique? You know, you can hop online, you can go on Instagram and find workouts, you can go and buy a men's health magazine, but these programs aren't tailored towards you. They're very general and generic, so we need a specific plan that takes into consideration our goals, our lifestyle, um, our family, our work, our relationships. So having a specific training plan, and exactly the same when it comes to food, What's going to be the best approach for you when it comes to nutrition? Is it going to be a strict plan? Is it going to be a hybrid plan? Is it going to be a flexible plan where it's more focused on calories and protein? There's a lot of different things that we can choose from, but we need to have a specific roadmap in place that's going to guarantee that you're going to get the results that you want. Then also support and accountability. I don't know about yourself, like I'm speaking on behalf of myself. I am a pretty competent, efficient individual. Like I've had my own business now for 11 years. I've been training for the best part of 20 years. I'm a disciplined, <clears throat> highly motivated guy. I'm a high performer, but I'm so much better with a coach in my corner. And a lot of the guys that I coach are either struggling to do it by themselves, so therefore they need that support and accountability, or they're already in a good place, but they want to go from good to great. And never underestimate having somebody in your corner looking out for you. The way I look at it, Right, And I have coaches and will always have coaches no matter what level I get to. I have a business coach, I have a fitness coach, and I have a mindset coach. I have three different coaches in my corner. And the way I look at it and the way I justify the investment to myself is that when I look at people like Novak Djokovic, when I look at people like Tyson Fury, when I look at like real high performers, 
they have people in their boardroom looking out for them. Djokovic has a nutritionist. He has a personal trainer. He has a tennis coach. He has a very tight network of people that are helping him with specific things. So having that support, having that accountability, having somebody to check in with you. And one of the reasons I invest in my coaches is because even though I'm high performing, I have blind spots. There are areas that I miss. I am very emotionally attached to my life and my needs and what I want. But my coaches, they care about me, but they're not as emotionally attached to my things as me. So therefore, they can look at me from a bird's eye view and actually provide tips, guidance, support, challenge some of my thinking, challenge some of the ways that I'm doing things and ultimately look out for me. So having a plan in place, having your training, having your food sorted, having support, accountability, that ultimate roadmap and having somebody to take you through that roadmap is extremely important when it comes to getting back in shape after summer. The fourth tip is what needs to go? You know, I think we live in this day and age where we've got so many resources, we've got technology, we've got ways to like systemize things. There's so much possibility that you know we are living in a world of abundance and one of the downsides is that we're constantly chasing the next thing there's so many distractions social media um, we've got amples amounts of different netflix documentaries that we can watch books to read podcasts to listen to so actually rather than saying right how do i fit in more how do we actually take away certain things that aren't serving you? Whether that is potentially like pressing the snooze button that first half an hour in the morning, whether that is like, you know, just taking away a Netflix show for half an hour a night so that you can invest into yourself. What appointments do we need to get rid of? Um, what things actually need to go to protect our energy, to protect our bandwidth? And this is something that I've been through myself recently, being so busy, you know, working seven o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock at night. 12 hours a day it might feel productive it might feel like i'm smashing life but actually it's leading to burnout fatigue so i've just literally gone through my whole life and said right what needs to go um what what do i need to put in place what personal boundaries when am i with my family when am i working when am i resting when am i taking downtime and just really organizing my life and factoring in that rest that downtime and actually prioritizing things that are important to me because if you're not planning and if you're not removing things that aren't serving you, you will naturally just fill your day with meaningless tasks or you'll turn to food, alcohol, etc. So actually looking at your weekly schedule and saying, right, what can I start to cut out and eliminate that's going to give me more time, more energy? Um, and I honestly believe that we've all got things that aren't really serving us and it's up to us to decide, right, where can I get that those two to three hours back per week so that I can put it into myself? Because... Ultimately, you are the captain of your own ship and it's all well and good doing all your work, doing all your family responsibilities. But if you're not feeling fulfilled and happy within, you're not going to be able to do those tasks to the best of your ability. And a lot of the times you're going to feel tired, run down, burnt out, and that's actually going to negatively impact the things that you want to do well in. So actually removing stuff to put stuff in for yourself can be something that's really, really beneficial. The fifth thing is like, how do we reverse engineer? So it's great to have a goal, you know, to set, right, this is what I want to achieve. But then it's a bit like looking at Mount Everest, right? Say you get to Mount Everest and you're looking up and you see the summit, you're like, wow, I'd love to be able to climb that. But how the heck do I climb it? That's far too overwhelming. As opposed to, right, what needs to happen? How do we break this down into maybe four different phases? Again, this is something that I look at with the guys that I coach. Where are you now? Where do you want to get to and how do we break up that journey? And it might be phases of three months. So I might work with somebody for 12 months and we might do like a three-month priming phase where the goal is to chop body fat, to build health, habits, routine. 
then a three months phase where we're focusing on performance and strength, then a three months like body recomp phase where we're basically trying to keep the muscle but drop the body fat. And then maybe another three months phase where it's talking about how we sustain it, how we maintain that for the rest of our life. So actually breaking your journey down into phases. What do we need to do for the first 12 weeks? And then what do we need to do daily, weekly, and monthly? What are the habits, the actions, the daily behaviors that we need to put in place for your schedule for you to get the results? So what do we need to do in the gym? What days are we training at the gym? What are some of the key components? What's like one domino that we know that if we hit that domino, everything else is going to fall into place. So for me personally, I know that when I'm training four times per week, I train Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sunday. I know that if I if that's the only thing that I do, everything else is going to fall into place. I'm going to start to eat better. I'm going to start to feel better. Uh, I feel better. I eat better. And therefore, I sleep better. So it has like a profound impact. So sometimes it's not necessarily about like completely transforming everything. It's figuring out for each individual what's going to be the stuff that's going to move the needle the furthest. And then having just a simple step of actions, right? This is what I need to do. This is when I need to do it. This is how I need to do it. So they're the five things, guys. One, having a clear goal, something that excites you and inspires you. Two, figuring out your reasons why. Why is having that goal, you know, making that goal the reality going to benefit your life? What's it going to do for your status? What's it going to do for your self-respect, respect from others? How's it going to benefit your career? How's it going to benefit your relationships? How's it going to benefit your children, your family life? Let's focus on why we're going to do this in the first place. The third thing is having a crystal clear roadmap. What things do you need to do? Training, food, having a plan, having support, having accountability, having somebody to help you with your blind spots, to support you, to encourage you, to put an arm around your shoulder when you need it, but to also give you a positive kick up the backside, for want of a better expression, when needed also. Four, looking at your week and thinking, right, where can I gain back time? Rather than trying to fit in more, how can I do less? Like, what can I cut out? What things aren't serving me? What? How can I just rejig my time? And then fifth point is how do we reverse engineer? So once we've got all those things in place, what is the smallest step that we can take that's going to have the biggest impact? So let me know, guys, if you found that podcast helpful. Uh, that was short, snappy, and hopefully straight to the point. Um, if you've got any questions, feel free to drop me a message. You can find me on Instagram. That's probably the platform that I'm most active on. So feel free to search for me on Instagram, LEP Fitness. My DMs are always open so that I always say there's never a question too big or too small that I'm not happy to help you with. Um, so yeah, feel free to get in touch, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to joining you on the next episode.